Hello and welcome to ABW Live, where we'll be discussing Amazon delivery drivers blocking your cat flap. So if you hear me shouting at my cats, that's because the idiot has blocked the cat flapping. But I've got two cat flaps. I'm uh, I'm a smorgasbord of cat flaps. Let's just go and see. Oh, well, actually, isn't that, isn't that lovely, Josh? I've gone to check to see if it's working on YouTube this time, and I've got a bloody advert, scumbags. Oh, here we go. We are live. I don't know if you noticed, Josh, in the preview show, we talked for about five minutes and realised YouTube wasn't working. Oh, I I definitely watched the preview show. I yes. definitely wasn't making Chris dinner was at good? the time. I thought uh, Chris was excellent as always. Excellent. So positive on Mikel Arteta. Yeah. Just it was it was incredible. And it's nice of Tony Adams to come and join us and David Seaman. I mean, all of that in that first five minutes as well. Uh, it was incredible. They didn't, come back. They didn't no. come back for the second one, so they it was were, never, they never were too busy. Too busy. Anyway, how oh. have you been? Oh, good, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm, uh, uh, well, I'm not eating anything yet. I had a, I had a couple of mince pies, the Tesco's finest. Oh, I don't even like mince pies and they were nice. I don't like mince pies. Um, too much Christmas spirit in there. Although, Humbug. you can see, Danny, since last gone, time we podcasted. You've crazy. Look I know. <laughs> you can see there's, there's <laughs> presents on that side and even a small lit up bush. And when the missus goes to bed, do you cover them over with, with uh, as a giant cloth or something? I throw stars at David's at them in uh, <laughs> some kind of ninja uh, ninja style. Oh, dear. <laughs> also with us tonight is uh, David, Mr. Waffles. From You'll recognise him from... You won't recognise him. He's from the chat. He's been on once before for a preview show. He lives in the top left-hand side of the USA. Anything other than that is top secret. And he'd have to kill you if I tell you where he is. Known him for many years from the old online Arsenal chat days when he would regularly see me getting suspended for saying shit I shouldn't say. And now I'm doing the same old shit on Twitter. How are you doing, David? I'm good, man. I'm good. It was a good game to watch, but uh, ready for Christmas? You ready for Christmas? I am. I can see your... I couldn't tell about the background there. Yeah, have you got any decorations to go up, Danny? <laughs> right. I bought more from Amazon. These are good. That's my New Year's resolution. Buy no more shit from Amazon. Tax dodging scumbags. They are, do they own YouTube? No, fuck them then. They're okay. They're not okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Right, let's go and have a... Um, who's in the chat? Straight away, Joshua Page. That Patino Saka hug at the end. Uh, he's put a little face, and I think I said it made him sad or happy. Um, BX Gunner, Eddie and Pepe... Is issuing come and get me please to the whole team. Just imagine Pepe playing in, in League One. He'd be magnificent. It'd be, it'd be almost like playing in League One again. See what I did there, Josh? Don't you see? Oh, that was incredible. I thought at some point for this show I'd work out what the um, steel producing region of France would be just to say that, uh, you know, there were similarities uh, between Sunderland and uh, Pepe's opponents that he turned up against in League One. But... You know what? It's too busy enjoying other other parts of the game. Are there any places in France that make anything? Um, cheese? Um, I don't know if there's any cheese made in France. Um, no. Wine? Don't think so. I don't think France makes any good food. No, they just make, they just make um, Bojo the Clown Johnson unhappy. And yeah. that we are very grateful for. Thank you, France. Yeah. Um, Michael in Sweden has put some faces. I don't know what they are. Probably oh, something blowing. Something. They look like cats. They do. Oh, yeah, they are cats. I've got four, actually. Michael, you missed one. Um, and some numbers. Great energy tonight. Even Pepe was half decent. <laughs> some of them were a little out of their depth. In fact, you could say, Josh, they're out of their league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh Liam, you've really uh, you found, you've got a joke book for Christmas. No, I'm going I'm to be the headline writer for the sun. Elton <laughs> <laughs> Greyhurst says, if, Pe if only Pepe could play League One opposition all the time. <laughs> Ray Anderson, there is nothing on you. Oh, yeah, I've already said that. We weren't, we weren't actually like if we had problems around the last time. Newer Dan, wow, the Pepe hate. I don't hate him. I think he's a decent player. Just not for oh, us, at least. He's excellent against Sunderland. Um, yeah, wherever he goes, he'll, as long as he doesn't go for the top six Premier League side, he'll play regularly and do all right. Sai, two more games until the oil merchants visit us. I can almost I can almost star two more weeks of optimism. Don't know what that means. Carnage, hello, Ray Anderson. There. Ah, Noza. Wolves all away is going to be a tricky game. Phil Macker, huh, you're alive. Oh, hurrah. What is it, her? <laughs> uh, um, Drago. 
the vintage Arsenal lads, lovely stuff. Oh, that was vintage. It was. It was at times you could see why we we're so angry up until about a few months ago. Josh Page, lovely finishes from uh, from Eddie. Ah, oh, Rudy. Never. Rudy, are you on the Twitters? I don't, I'm not sure. I know some of you are with other names. Oh, Alonso is there. I've seen you, Alonso, on Mike's show. With your, I think you've got crabs behind you on a on a fridge or something. <laughs> Unlike John Welsh, who's got crabs <laughs> elsewhere on his shows. Then the way John gets crabs on his fridge when he gets drunk and dances on it. New <laughs> <laughs> uh, pop star. Um, it has been a while. What else is there? Ah, oh, Mike Hurts, Patino, or probably Mike Hurts again, Patino, because you know the way he says things. Very bad man. <laughs> Oh, by the way, evening all. Thank you very much. Carlito is there. Happy winter solstice, guys. Shortest day of the year. Lovely. Every day is a day closer to summer. That's how I'll be looking at it. Julie of AFC. Great performance tonight. Another person on Twitch. I haven't even got Twitch open. Oh, dear. That's terrible. I nearly removed Twitch then. That would have been a disaster. Um, let's see if there's any other names we haven't read out. Uh, no, that's it. Right. We're all done on, on saying hello to people. Um, right, Josh and Dave, start with you, Josh. What did you think? I've made some kind of notes here. Where is it? Oh. There it is. Bear with me. What do you think of the lineups and what formation did we uh, kind of go with? Yeah, I, I think I was the one that put out the tweet this morning uh, about what I thought the lineup from might where? be from the ABW account. You know, I've got access. It's not what? always Carl. Carl <laughs> from his, uh, from his COVID bed. I know. Yeah. Occasionally, I boot it up and uh, you'd have given them on the COVID. You'd have given them the COVIDings. We should do a little asterisk, Josh, or asterisk, Carl, when we do a tweet, so then we can take appropriate blame when they go wrong. I, I kind of like the mystery, though. It's it's nice to guess who it, it is. is. You can work it out. If it's negative, it's come from Carl or Chris. Uh, if it's positive, it's come from me. And, and if, if it's, it's nonsense, Danny wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> it involves cattle going to the toilet. It was no doubt me. And if Go it on, retweets Josh. Ellis, it's Ellis. Uh, yeah. That's the rule. Um, <laughs> like, if it's negative Arteta, we can't tell you who that is. But he's uh, <laughs> wearing a, a badly fitting suit or whatever that is. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I was interested. There was obviously some, uh, we had three COVID cases and a mystery illness for uh, Maitland-Niles. So I think a couple of those I would have liked to have seen in the starting 11, uh, mainly Callum Chambers at right back. I thought he's the natural in terms of stature and play style for um, Tommy Yasu. Um, instead, we got given Cedric. Um, it's a bit like, you know, hoping for a brand new Xbox for Christmas and then ending up with an egg box for Christmas because um, your mum misheard you. But otherwise, I think, yeah, Eddie coming in, Ballingham coming in, there was a lot there that we kind of was interesting. You could kind of see what we were going for, get the game won early and then utilize the five substitution rule. Um, but yeah, I was quite happy with that lineup. And when we saw the formation come out, it turned out it was just El Nenny just sitting um, a bit like Moses parting the Red Sea. There was just no other midfield with him. Um, so he was a little bit outnumbered in there. But otherwise, I think it was a solid enough performance. Yeah, I agree with you there. That's a very good summary. David, what did you think to the, to the lineup? Were you happy with the players that started, or would you have liked to have seen more variation? from maybe the, the under-23s and the, the, the Deadwood before they finally all go to Newcastle? I, I would have liked to have seen Odegaard get a rest, actually, but, you know, he kind of drove the whole game. So, But as far as the lineup goes, I was happy with it. Um, a few more youngsters. I don't know if we have a youngster that can play right back, but that would have been nice, anybody other than Cedric, really. Um, but even then, he acquitted himself okay. He wasn't horrible. So, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't too upset by the lineup. Ah, good. Um, Rudy, did you see the last show, Josh? After five years, Rudy bold as a googly and put in a fake tweet, fake quote, and I read it out and everyone had a good old laugh. But he said this one is, uh, or he's, he's done it after. He says, uh, a real comment by Eddie. Um, Eddie and Ketia on his Arsenal future. I've had enough, I'm leaving. Fuck the lot of you. No, actually, <laughs> that's not what it says. It says, I'm eager to play football. I'm here under contract. As, uh, as long as I play for Arsenal, I'm going to give it my all. That should have a little asterisk in the League Cup. 
So, <laughs> I'd yeah. like to see, uh, you know, all or nothing when it comes out in the summer. And so we just see behind that tweet is just Eddie and Ketia then sitting down with their do and saying, has AC Milan called? Or uh, <laughs> no one else been for us? like, I've got a call from Newcastle. And he's like, oh, fucking hell. Where, where do you think, uh, Loki's there, afternoon. Where do you think you'll end up, Josh? Because uh, you're a man who, is, who has studied the fine art of championship football. Mm. And lower league of the lower parts of the Premier League, he's not getting top six. Is he? He's not going to go to a team that's going anywhere, is he? He's going. He's simply going to, to get um, be a main striker and get a wage and uh, a cut of a transfer. All of the transfer. Yeah, I think it. It feels like if he went to another top six side. I uh, see what I did there, putting us in the top six. You know, Wenger didn't top die four. for this. Oh, yeah, top four side. Certainly not going to someone like that unless he's there to fulfil some kind of homegrown quota. Um, you know, a bit of a Danny Drinkwater to Chelsea style move. Or is he now um, Burnley or something? Uh, Reading. He's at Reading. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah. Um, oh, Reading have got someone else weird as well um, that they signed. Um, I was an ex-Barcelona wonder kid uh, is there. Anyway, uh, there is a chance, I think, most likely he'd try and push for um, probably a London-based club that's lower down in the table uh, in the Premier League, but probably going to stay uh, stay up rather than necessarily going to Newcastle. But I think there's certainly options for him there, um, lower end of the table or top end of the championship. And, you know, you join in January or you join in the summer when they come up and they're looking to spend money and they can give him you know loads of money and guarantee him playtime there's obviously always an option for him on the continent as well i think that's one that we've seen a lot of young english players go out on the continent now rather than look to other premier league sides i think thinking tammy abraham in Serie A at the moment at roma i think that's an opportunity for him there as well and i think there's plenty plenty of suitors across europe if he fancies that kind of european adventure that would take him Hmm. Does does Swansea and Cardiff count as on the continent? Oof. Um, I don't think so. No. That's uh, David. What do you think of uh, where Eddie's future lies? Maybe he'll come to the MLS. He could be a star in the MLS. No, it's too good for the MLS. Um, so I don't know. I could see him playing in Spain. Actually, I don't know why that popped into my head in the middle of this conversation. Mm. But going to some place like you know, Villarreal or Sevilla or someplace like that, I think you could do really well. Villarreal so. scored five tonight. Emery's out of his, out of his trolley. It was his shocking <laughs> behaviour. Right, Josh, first goal. Um, actually, I've got another note here. Did we play tonight the same way the first team would would have played the game? Because mm. some of the first team players were involved, but I think this, the setup of the central midfield, the of a kind of two midfield, we didn't do that, did we? But no. even when Jack came in, we kind of did. Yeah, it was only when Jacker came in, you could see that eventually I think Arteta had had enough of the fact that Sunderland were overrunning our midfield for 65 minutes or so and just went, you know what, fuck it, <laughs> let's go back to what works. Uh, and that's what we saw in that instance. But otherwise, it was just El Nani sitting there and then just a multitude of forward-thinking players who weren't really going to track back for love nor money, plus a couple of fullbacks who also love to attack and one that can track back and another one who I think needs to at least have a breather halfway through. I mean, he's like the John Moss of fullbacks is Cedric. He just, you know, if he had a whistle, he would, you know, call a foul or something. So at least he has a chance to get back. Uh, but yeah, I think otherwise it was similar to, I think we've seen Arteta try and play this way before, but we just don't have the quality of player. You know, we don't have a holding midfielder like Rodri or Jorginho who can sit there and then have a player like Kante ahead of him or De Bruyne uh, just you know, kind of dictating passing or just destroying in front of them to save that single pivot. So, yeah. Mm. Um, otherwise, I think that was the main difference we saw tonight. But you could see that we could give a lot of the midfield over to Sunderland and we still had more than enough in, to excuse the pun, our Arsenal to uh, finish them <laughs> off. Excellent. Right, first first goal, David. Our free kick, our free kick cleared out for the corner. Whoever took it, I'm not probably Odegaard or Smith Rowe, one of the two, um, took it, put it far post, and before the um, the he took the corner. 
holding was i was watching holding he was standing on the edge of the box and then him and one other player jump 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 ran forward as they the the um the corner came in and then um someone got it to their key he headed it towards their keeper the keeper blocked it and eddie scored from the magnificent distance of nearly three and a half inches uh how excited were you with that goal and could you see it coming yeah it was definitely coming uh I mean, it's a poacher still, right? And that's what he is, and that's what he does. And if we had the kind of offense that took advantage of that more, I think he could do really well on our team. But, yeah, I mean, it was like you said, it was about six inches away, and it's kind of hard to miss, although we have missed shots from that distance before. Hmm. <clears throat> that's something we've been crying out for for years, a, uh, a fox in the box. Isn't Fanny Jeffers watching this and weeping into his, his, um, his umbros? Because uh, I don't mean he's on braise before um, uh, Mike Hurt starts thinking I'm talking to him. He's on bros, as in he's, he's old for playing boots, because we've needed that for years, haven't we? We finally got one, and it seems like it doesn't really fit our style anymore. Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> good job, I didn't make a good point. I said for years we've wanted someone like Eddie, who's a poacher, who's uh, going to score from inches, and now we've got one, we don't want him. Uh, yeah, I mean... What doesn't help is that his build-up play isn't great. And that's where I think we have seen it slowly improving. I mean, I was impressed when he came on. Which game was it that we lost? Let's see, this is how I forget things. You know, that little cameo he made, uh, Everton. Uh, he came in uh, ahead of Aubameyang and he played on the left. I thought he did very well. At that point, showed that he improved that side of his game. I just say but you said it, this is Sunderland uh, that we're playing a league one, a top, you know, top third. Of, yeah. I was going to say top of the table ish. Yeah. You top end, were. top end of league one. Uh, that's where I kind of see, see them playing. Uh, and we know that's kind of Eddie's level. So a hat trick against them. has just really proved that this is what we'd expect him to do. Um, yeah, the same as you know, Bamiang's got a hat trick against West Brom under 23s. Uh, it's, it's you know hardly a correlation in terms of quality of striker there. Yeah. Um, so I think there's parts of his game that are still lacking heavily, and I'd still be looking to get other strikers in in January that are a bit more or well-rounded. Certainly, looking in the summer, I don't think he's a starting striker for us right now. He certainly doesn't displace Lacazette in my mind, um, especially if Lacazette's fit and uh, available. I agree with that. I think he certainly is. And Josh, what I've got you, second goal. Do you want me to read my notes or have you got some of your own? I know, do yours. I have no notes. So skillful. 26th minute, Odegaard down the right, pass to Pepe, who runs on a bit and then passes it out to Cedric on the right wing. Wrong position, who... Right wing... I'll put Wong, right wing position, who runs towards the box and gives it back to Pepe, who has run into the box and he scores. Is that, does that sound about right? Because uh, I write these in a hurry so I can quickly get back and see the replay. It certainly mm. sounds about right. I think um, Pepe did everything with that shot to try not to score. I swear <laughs> it was the worst hit shot I think I've ever seen. There was this huge gargantuan space to the goalkeeper's right that Pepe could have easily called in and had tried a couple of shots into that area and he decided, no, I'm going to go near post and hit a defender on the way through. <laughs> it wasn't a great shot, but uh, yeah, it went in and it kind of gave Pepe the confidence for the rest of the match as well. Um, and I think that was the big thing that we really needed from Pepe. You know, we know he's a confidence player and you could really see that uh, after he got that goal. David, did you think he was going to go on and score more? Because in a game like this, you'd have thought someone who's of, I'm going to say it, Pepe's ability. He is tricky with some some of his skills tonight. I quite like the bloke, but did you expect a little, maybe a little bit more from him tonight? I did. I expected a lot more from him, actually, and I'm pretty disappointed in his performance. You know, although he did have several assists and he had a couple of moments that were brilliant, it wasn't up to the standard that he should be playing at. And it's not, it has nothing to do with his price tag. It's just, yeah. he, has, he has the ability. You yeah. can see that player inside of him and it just never seems to come out. And it's just frustrating. Wonderful seeing some of the stuff he's doing tonight. Um, up to rating, David. Enketia 9.8 with three goals. Pepe, 9.8, a goal and two assists. And the next highest one, Josh, cover your ears up. 
It was uh, Cedric Suarez with an 8.5 and an assist. Don't tell Josh I said that. Those, do you think those ratings are fair? That um, Enketi and Pepe got the same rating? David? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually do. I thought they both played about on par. Um, all of Eddie's goals were created by somebody else. It's not like he went out there and created something. And, you know, Pepe didn't yeah. really create any goals for himself. He created goals for Eddie. So, yeah, I think it's pretty fair. I think they should share the glory so to speak on the goals okay another um quote here from rudy thanks rudy arteta on piano pian tan panti pan pantino i read that as piano (laughs) arteta's on the piano during the press conference (laughs) playing christmas tunes oh he's such a cad um he says on panti not pantino patino You'll get it right one day, Danny. Oh, Jesus. It's because the human brain doesn't read the entire word, does it? We just look at it and go, oh, guess what that is? And I don't get I, My guesses are awful. He's a player that has a lot of personality. I didn't look like it on the pitch. I'm delighted he looks scared. I'm delighted for him because he's a kid that we like so much. To have his debut and score like that is something special. That, that certainly was. Um, oh, we've got some more. I've uh, highlighted your question, um, Joshua Page. Uh, read some of your comments before we move to the next goal. Um, Bulgarian Guna, I don't think Pepe is a system player. He thrives on chaos and counter-attacking football. that sound about right, Josh? Uh, yeah, it's, it's about right. Pepe is certainly yeah. chaos. Oh, my God, look, it's Carl. I've known Carl for about 100 years. I'm surprised he's not around my brother's house. Yeah. Consuming herbs. Uh, Christ, Danny, how grey is that beard, Maka? Merry Christmas to you, old bugger. Well, Merry Christmas to you, Carl and Tiff and the two boys. He's uh, living in Austria. He's on the run. Don't talk about that, though. Uh, right, Liam has put, uh, there's nothing in that Pepe performance today that will suddenly open Arteta's eyes. Is that fair, Josh? I totally agree with that. There was nothing from any player today <laughs> that changes the start eleven. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I am pushing that. That is the way I am setting out my stall <laughs> today. Oh, there you go. Um, Nudran says, two assists, three if Odegaard could score and a goal, I expected more. They did. It's a a League One side. (laughs) He should be shredding them to pieces. You You could actually buy Sunderland for 72 million quid. Not just the team, the city. city. Mike Hurts, Cedric's performance is an 8.5, Cedric's wife, 10. We don't talk about such things like that on here, Mike. You should know better. Um, Rudy says, Arteta on Nketiah. That's what I want, in brackets, for him to stay. His only thing is that he wants more minutes. That's his desire. Well, if we get to the final of the League Cup every year and do a Man City, you may well get more minutes. Oh, may, uh, hold on, there was more to that. That's his desire as a club and me personally. I really want him to stay here, and that's what we're trying to do. Pointless. Um Joshua Page, give me some encouragement there to try and get things right. Charlie Panto, he's behind you. <laughs> no, he isn't. <laughs> Cheers, Moza. All right, Josh, did you want to talk about that second goal or shall I move on to the third goal? I spoke about the second goal. I mentioned Fair enough, Pepe, we move on Pepe to the third goal score. then. <laughs> yes, I, have, I, um, I keep notes of who said what. I am uh, typing it all as we, do, as we go. Hmm. 30 minutes, not keeping up with play. Oh, this is their goal. Elneny not keeping up with play. I noticed that. I thought, hold on, they're, they're having a bit of an attack here. Elneny puts in the tackle and he, and he kind of misses it in the middle of the pitch. And I went, fuck all else I can do really, isn't there? And then as they attack, I noticed Cedric is massively out of position. He's more playing as a, a left winger. Rather, I mean, a right winger rather than a right back. And he's out of position. Now, when he doesn't run back far up at fast enough, I think I mean fast enough, and gives up. So when they are attacking, Ben White, the, the, the seaside Mustafi, has no one behind him to cover, and that's where their player goes. Goes past him and scores a goal, Josh. Out of 10, how accurate was my description? Uh, I would say eight and a half. Yeah, I am, because I'm that. logged in as you. Excellent. I know I can start doing other stuff. Um, <laughs> I can start playing around with things. I don't know. What was the question? Yeah, uh, it was very accurate. I would say that Ben White was turned inside out and there just didn't seem to be the same level of quality behind him when you said there was no one behind him. I think we should point out Leno was there between the sticks um, for what difference that actually made. <laughs> Do you know it's 
Do you notice that when the ball went in, then I went, I'll go get the ball, shall I? What would Brown have done with that? He'd have have been like the Undertaker at WrestleMania 14. I don't know if it's 14. He'd have a choke slam ready on two of the defenders, about to slam them to the floor. Then I went, I'll go and get the ball then, shall I? That's his job, isn't it? I forgot that he came from Dudley. (laughs) (laughs) Via Germany. He must be the young Lenny Henry. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I think Leno, you can see it as a bit like, well, we, as a team, we should be smashing Sunderland. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to have a quiet evening and go anyway. Um, obviously, we slightly changed that and made sure he was a bit more active than perhaps we would have liked. Um, but otherwise, I think there's, there's a couple of players that could have done better. I think we look at Rob Holding as well in his positioning. I think he looked like he was trying too hard, much too hard in this game, you know, trying to win everything, trying to um, really do like a Steven Gerrard style performance, but it turned out to be the one where Steven Gerrard slipped over and uh, lost the league title. Yes, David, at what point during the build-up for that goal did you go, oh, oh dear. That had been coming, right? They had been waltzing through our midfield the whole game. And, you know, up to that point, our defense had been at least stout enough to keep them out. But, yeah, they just played right through us. And it was, we made them look like Man City during that goal. It was ridiculous. But what do you do? Uh, we've got Lee Hennigan. That's a new name. I've not seen you before. Mm-hmm. Also, Super Canafalophilia, Fellophiliadocious. Jason's not here to say that. Isn't well. I think they've had the COVIDings and they're going to bed. So, uh, yeah. I said, Merry Christmas, boys. And Merry Christmas to you. Uh, Lee says, being a bit harsh on Pepe, lads, he was a constant menace and was handing out nutmegs like Christmas cards. <laughs> Scored and assisted. Credit where it's due, David. Yeah, I mean, he scored and assisted, but once again, it's a League One team. It's Sunderland, and he should be doing more than that. The whole lead-up to the second goal was just... Uh, our second goal, I should say, um, was just a microcosm of, of Pepe in a nutshell because he was dribbling back towards our goal, lo- turned around, lost the ball. It went in for a shot. Leno put it out. And then Pepe looked like a world beater. He nutbagged one player. He passed it off to Cedric and then got the pass back. And that whole, and then, and then assisted Eddie for a, what was a beautifully worked team goal. And if he played like that on a constant basis, then that would be okay. But it's the fact that he it, he lost the ball stupidly. It was so easily lost before that. And that's that's why we're, I'm being harsh on Pepe. Anyway. I can't speak for you guys. But it's because he does really stupid things. And just because he follows them up with really brilliant things doesn't change the fact that he did something stupid. It was a it was a techers night at times, wasn't it, Josh? You know, Tavares doing the drag backs and the, the ticky tacker stuff, and uh, almost like they were treating it like a five aside game. It was it was fun to see. Uh, Melvin Marks is there. Pepe was wasteful, especially first half. Exactly. Oh dear. Um, anything you want to say on that, Josh? Before we move on to the next goal, um, I wouldn't say I'm too harsh on Pepe, but I would just ask: Does Pepe get into the starting eleven for Norwich or Wolves based on that performance? And how we go? No, he is not better than Saka, Smithrow, uh, or Odegaard or Martinelli. He he can't displace any of those four players um, to get into the position he wants to play. But yeah, I think credit to him. You know, without him, uh, without that performance, we might not have uh, scored five goals past uh, a League One side. But um, yeah, and certainly damning him with fake praise. Um, yeah, uh, Peter Tomlin, who has added son to his name, Tomlinson. Very kind of you. This has to be the most miserable review of a five-one win where I've, I've, where I've seen. Yeah, it's only Sunderland boys, we sh- and we should smash them, but we did. Cheer up! I'm, I'm very happy with the result. It was entertaining. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see Eddie got a hat trick. We smashed them. I personally would have liked to have seen Xhaka play the entire game. And then when they were kicking our players, he'd have gone over and choke slammed a lot of them. But I'm very happy with the entire thing. It's not a single thing I didn't like. I even liked Pepe. I thought he did well. But David and uh, Josh are just saying that um, he won't be able to translate this League Cup form, much like Eddie, to the important games in the league, even against the shit league teams. I think that's what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah, this exactly. is basically that. He's got 25 goals uh, in all competitions since he's been here. 
So he's clearly not scoring enough goals and not assisting enough uh, for a quality of a player that he is heralded to be in some quarters of the fan base. And plus, Josh has never knowingly smiled or laughed about anything, have you, Josh? Oh, and especially 5-1 wins. Uh, yes. I find them the most depressing thing we can talk about. It is. Uh, exactly. Bring me a 5-1 loss any day and you'll see me smug <laughs> whatever. Boxing, um, New Year's Day or whatever it is, Josh will be like a pig in shit. He'll be rolling around, squealing and going, look, we've been not beating 9-0. Um, if I can get on ahead of Chris. Oh, yeah, there'd be a rush for that game, <laughs> wouldn't there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zenda Zagato, which is... Uh, who did the Zagato? There was a car. We had uh, lots of headlights. The Alfa Romeo Zagato might have been. Anyway, weird-looking car. Uh, says, it's a, le- it's a League One side. Well, he can only play his put in front of him, and one goal, two assists is a good performance. Yes, it is, and I enjoyed his performance. Um, Ola, Olu Ah. Uh, the at is separate from the Olu. A lot of Pepe criticism on here. I don't get it. He was making a lot of stuff happen tonight. He's not getting the games, and it's hard to be consistent if you don't play regularly. Certainly, especially when he's not playing reserve football or under-23 football or the only games he's getting is League Cup games. Do you think, that, David, this could maybe get him on the bench? He's a bit actually changed that. Not on the bench. He's regularly on the bench for the first team. Do you reckon this could get him maybe a substitute appearance or a start coming up over the busy Christmas period? I hope so. I, I, li- I would like to think that consistent minutes for him would, would, I don't want to say turn around his career, but help him be a little bit more consistent, especially when he's handling the ball and, you know, and that, at the halfway stripe and losing it. Um, the thing is, is every, all of the mistakes that he makes are completely correctable. They're completely coachable. And I don't think he's getting that under Arteta. Um, I really would like him to go to another team. I would like to see him in Syria. I'd like to see him in, in, in the Spanish league, um, or even France, um, because I just don't think Arteta's gonna the coach for him. I don't think he's gonna his system. I don't think that as a coach, I don't think he's gonna bring the best out of Pepe. Um, so I think he needs to go someplace else, and I think he would do really well. Yeah, I think he'd do well in Italy. Um, more more time to run with the ball, a slightly yep. slower pace of game, so he'll look even quicker than he already is. I'm a fan yeah, of Italian football before anybody says I'm, thinks I'm being mean about them. Um, yeah. Right, let's go on to the next goal to make it 3-1 to the Arsenal. 48th minute, Josh. Odegaard skips over a challenge on the left side um, of the centre circle, then runs sideways. I haven't put what direction sideways, but I might give it away in a minute. <laughs> I put Gies, I think I mean, gives it to Tavares on the left wing. He runs and passes it to Balogun, who goes past his man. That bit I'm not sure about. Um, put in a low cross for Eddie to score from 6.1 inches, nine in nine goals in nine League Cup games for Eddie now. Brilliant to see Eddie scoring a hat-trick. Lovely that the crowd got to see lots of goals because many of the people there tonight weren't regulars because the tickets are a lot cheaper. And uh, really good night all round for Eddie, wasn't it? And really good goal as well. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was excellent that you um, continued that because I cut out midway through what you were saying. But I certainly got Eddie the sense of uh, excellent goal for Eddie. I think, yeah, the touches and his finishes uh, for all of his goals today were absolutely superb. And I'd certainly want to see more from him uh, like that as well. Will we get to see... Arteta is saying that um, Eddie wants to... He's trying to get Eddie to play more games so he gets more minutes and then he might want to stay. Do you think this showing that he can score a hat-trick is going to... And the way that he scored the hat-trick, he hasn't hasn't done what Marcinelli usually does, run the length of the pitch, go past six players and then chip it in like that. Do you think this may have uh, helped him get more first-team games? Because if Arteta wants him to stay, then surely... Don't call me Shirley. He has to be playing more games and... Yeah, that's the only way to get it. And, oh, uh, formerly Noza says, six inch, that's far too far for a certain Mr. Carpenter of 6.1 inch. <laughs> yeah, so is this going to be the key to Eddie getting more games or do you think it's just a, a lost hope, Josh? Uh, I think he could get more games for us, certainly if um, Mr. Lacazette gets injured or um, is fortunately... You know, isn't available for a game, should we just say. Um, then I think, especially with uh, Aubameyang and Pepe being unavailable, it's then a question of who would come in ahead. Is it Martinelli that goes into the striker position? 
or is it Enketia that is then next in line to uh, the throne of the number nine position at Arsenal? I think that's the real question. But I don't think it's... Um, yeah, I think it's up to the manager. I think that's the opportunity that I could see Eddie getting. But I don't think right now, uh, certainly on the performance there, again, like I say, I don't think he starts uh, any of the matches that we are coming up. Potentially, he gets opportunities off the bench. Uh, certainly, you know, Norwich, championship level side, certainly an opportunity to show him, you know, the quality and what level he is actually at. Because uh, I would expect him to be scoring goals against Norwich as well. Do you agree with that, David? Can you see Eddie getting any games? I'm just looking at the Premier League, the upcoming fixtures. Boxing Day away at Norwich. I mean, if if any game that against a team that is struggling, it's going to be Norwich. And then the day, game after that is against home against Wolves, another team that that aren't really the kind of the team they were a couple of seasons ago. I, do I think he's earned it? Yeah, I think mm. he has. Um, I once got yelled at for this by Kevin Campbell. He he laid into me about this, but I don't see the whole locker thing. Everybody talks about how great he is, but he spends most of his time clogging up the midfield and not doing really a whole lot of anything. Yeah, he can hold up the ball. So could Giroud. Doesn't mean I want him in my team. Um, so I don't I don't really see the point of Laka. I think that Eddie should be getting a look in because you know what? He scores goals. That's what your striker should be doing is scoring goals. I don't care if they're from six inches out. That's fine. Put them in the back of the net. Laka's missed from that that distance this season so yeah it's i think he should be getting a look in and i think that we should set the team up around him scoring those goals i think it would be really good for us but it's arteta who knows what he's going to do we could not see eddie for the rest of his career at arsenal just because he offended arteta in some small way (laughs) um uh phil macker says eddie is the new paul dickoff or (laughs) or the new paul shaw there you go. There's another one you could have picked. Um, uh, the people arguing over Zaha and Pepe. <clears throat> I'm not sure which of us, but yeah, I'd love to see Eddie. I'd like to see Eddie come start against uh, against Norwich because he's a he's a, a terrier. He's a goal getter. Um, he's shown tonight that that's the thing we have had so often from Obama Young and Lacazette this season. The ball come into the box and both of them have fluffed it, missed it, put it wide, put it over. Eddie's shown tonight. Give him a sniff of the ball and he's putting it away. On the other hand, yep. it's gonna, you haven't got a League One goalkeeper in goal for Norwich, um, so that may well be a problem for him. Oh, did we, Richard? Richard says we won. I know we won. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm very happy with all of it. So, um, right, next one is, well, Josh is pressing buttons. Uh, if everyone gets cut off, uh, you know whose fault it was. 57th minute, Josh. Uh, good work down the left from Tavares. He plays it across to Xhaka. WJO, I think that means who, then passes it, or might have meant Walshek, then passes it to Odegaard, who uses magic. He used actual magic to thread the ball. It was like a game of sensible soccer. He used aftertouch to thread the zigzag the ball through the entire defence, out to Pepe on the right wing, who decides to uh, do more magic, backflips, tricks and dragbacks, made the bloke look like an No wonder the bloke was getting angry. Made him look like uh, an amateur and gets round his man and crosses it for Eddie, and Eddie scores, this time from a little bit further out, didn't he? Oh, I uh, I squealed when that goal went in, and I shouted, go on, Eddie. Josh, you're muted. muted. Oh, no. Two pressing buttons, Josh. Two pressing too many. Too many buttons. Yeah, I was going to say, it was Danny Welbeck-esque, that finish, wasn't it? Or maybe Aaron Ramsey. Uh, It was a wonderful, wonderful goal. Uh, Yeah, as you say, that pass from Odegaard was absolutely superb. Um, and yeah, what Pepe was doing, he was showing that he has got all of that confidence from you know his goal, uh, and from you know getting knowing that he can beat his man, which I think is a huge thing for him. As soon as he knows he's got beating of the fullback, he is that player that we saw tonight, and yeah, it's just a fantastic nutmeg, great pullback for him. Eddie, you know, jogging on the spot, knowing exactly what he's going to do. Uh, and the goalkeeper had no chance, and I thought it was it was superb, superb goal from him, uh, and a well-rounded hat trick for Eddie. I think what probably no further out than seven inches or seven yards uh, from goal with his hat trick there. Um, yeah, maintaining that I think he's barely scored a Nat's knacker from you know further out than a Nat's knacker. 
It is, David. Um, do you see the goal in your head like I do? And you see in slow motion Pepe running down to the corner with the ball, then Eddie not running into the box. He stays on the edge of the box and only makes a last-minute run once he saw Pepe has got past his man. Shows great yeah. intelligence from a, such a young man who's not been playing regularly, doesn't he? And I, I think that's the future for Eddie. If he shows he can do Absolutely. that, and Arteta wants him, we could we could have something there. We could see a lot of goals like that in the future. Absolutely, he really runs. He runs the lanes really well, and that's one of the things that when he made that run, I was like, man, he just waltzed right in there. And it, you know, once again, it's Sunderland, but at the same time, he had the intelligence to be able to see that hole and run through it. And the ball was placed perfectly. It was a really good team goal once again. Hmm. Yeah, that made me squeal as well when Pepe did that. I said, oh, go on, Pepe. <laughs> I might have called him Beautiful Bastard for that magic that he did in that corner. That left-back, though, Josh, was getting really... Bad. In fact, the left-back was getting done by Pepe. The right-back was getting done by Tavares and um, and uh, and Gabriel. Oh, yeah, let's talk about the fouls, Josh, because they were coming thick and fast. At one point, I think it was the Australian bloke, actually tried to kill Balogun and Ketia and Gabriel um, and Martinelli at different points during the game in the same position, and he only got one yellow card. Oh yeah, wasn't I, think, it? I think Gabriel came on surely just to uh, ensure that all of the players got yellow cards from Sunderland because I think he got fouled twice for two yellows. Uh, basically, went as you mentioned, uh, got the right back booked as soon as he came on. I think his second touch basically was to knock it past him and then get fouled. Uh, and then he, I saw him pop up on the right wing, and exactly the same happened. The other fullback just came in, took him out. Uh, it was slightly unnerving that, you know, it's, Arteta made full use of the full complement of substitutes that we could make. Uh, you know, we could use up to five in the Carabao Cup, and I think he made four, maybe five. Um, I think oh, it was I'm four in total. Because um, uh, Xhaka came on, then we yep. saw Gabriel oh, and four. Gabriel. Yeah, yep. Gabriel and Gabriel, and then Patino came on. Well, who, didn't, so. who didn't come on? Um it doesn't show me. Oh, yes, it does. If I click on that, it will say Lacazette, uh, Partey. Partey, Ramsdale, Saka, Tyranny. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so, so I don't <laughs> think any of them you'd really want to bring on. If you brought Saka on, <laughs> and you had Saka playing on the left wing, you had Pepe playing on the right wing, <laughs> they might have just gone, this isn't fair, and, and quit and gone home because, or Saka would have died. It'd be one of those two things. Probably yeah, it'd be, it'd be one of those that Saka would have played that game and he would have had a better game than Pepe. Uh, but or conversely, he would have come on. He'd have got two footed, and we never would have seen Saka again. Um, <laughs> those were the two options that we would have seen this evening. Uh, I was a little bit scared when Patino um, <laughs> was on the. Um, how would you s- describe it? Um, was introduced to men's football in a Martin Keown style way. Um, <laughs> Hello, son. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I think it was that I was like oh you're some kind of wonder kid bastard are you well you know what happened to the last wonder kid that played against Sunderland yeah we broke his leg in two places so uh, you're next sonny boy maybe that's that's why Arteta brought on Xhaka first just to to rough them up a little bit so they weren't really up for the fight <laughs> yeah um, exactly that's why Xhaka was there was just to ensure that if anybody did anything to the little kid Xhaka would just go fuck this I'm not playing the semi-final see you later kneecaps uh, Ravinda Chahal says, who has Ashley Maitland, Niles, conservative, pissed off? Well, actually, not conservative anymore. That's, doesn't, that's not a good look for him. Was he even on the bench, David? Have you been um, a bit sad about he was all ill. these opportunities? Yeah, he was sick, so that's why I wasn't playing. He was about the last Ill. couple of games? <laughs> Whatever <laughs> yeah. that means, I don't know. It was very mysterious, wasn't it? Oh, here we go. Um, R. Richard. Uh, uh, says AMM was sick, not COVID. I think I might have said that in the oh, said the C word, COVIDings. They might have said that in the preview show that I had a list. In fact, I've still got it here, Josh. Why didn't I just go and do this and go to injuries? Boom, there we go. And oh god, I've got the thing taking up the space, haven't I? There we yeah, go. Chris. Uh, doesn't say it. That's why I didn't bring it up because it hasn't uh, no information at all. Um, yeah, a bit of El Nenny for everybody, and El Nenny Wonderland. Look at them all. Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It is. It makes every, that just makes everybody smile. <laughs> um, right, let's go back to this bit. Uh, we've got that question there from Phil. Uh, that's, that's, does anyone know? No, Phil, I am unstarring that question. That's a stupid question. It's only one in every six at the moment. Um, 
good. Right, let's move on to the uh, final goal. 91st minute, Sunderland were breathing out of their arse. Martinelli and Tavares with a build-up on the left wing, Josh. Then back to Xhaka, who fires it out to the right and corner for Pepe to cross it into the box. And Pan- Patino? See, I've written here Patino. Is it Patino or Pantino? It's Patino. Patina, I've put it right. Uh-uh. I mean, tick, slides in from nowhere and toe pokes it in there. I couldn't think of a better way to describe how he did that. First of all, well done for Pepe for yet another mm-hmm. decent cross from the right-hand side. The bloke, if we showed that after the game, the bloke who played left-back was still spinning in circles. He was dug Cute. himself into the ground, trying to unwind himself <laughs> after taking on Pepe. So um, how explain that goal in a little bit more detail, because I couldn't see, because... I was making notes how Patino managed to come from nowhere to get that goal. Yeah, so he kind of had, uh, in the build-up, dropped into that number 10 position and then almost followed Nketiah. I think uh, if Patino hadn't scored, then uh, Eddie would have been shouting at him because he was ready there to get his fourth goal and get a bit of goal bonus, a lovely bit of uh, you know money for uh, Christmas time. He probably the, needs the extra bonus, extra fifty quid. Yeah, because he's not getting appearance. Because he's not getting appearance fees. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> the is in Katia. but yeah, Patino comes in and he looks like he's on, you know, on the slide when he gets into it, and yeah, uh, manages to put it into the bottom left corner. I thought it was, it was superb. It was a great debut for him. Um, absolutely, absolutely perfect start for him. And yeah, as uh, Ray Anderson has said. He really didn't know how to celebrate his goal. Um, I think it was all a bit of a shock. He couldn't even get his knee slide in properly, the poor kid. Because uh, obviously he's never can tried it. Can I do it, it again, again Miss? Right? Yeah, can I go and try it again? It doesn't slide the same as it does down at uh, Colney. So, yeah, I think it was absolutely you know, a dream for him. It's strange, though, to say that we've got a youth player who, before making their senior debut, already had a song from the crowd. I know. Just tell them what it was. I can't remember. I can't oh, remember what it was. Right, you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at the stats, David. Patino has scored three goals for the under, for the Arsenal under 18s, under 21, under 23s. Scored one goal for the England under something. So I couldn't be able to look at it. So he scored four goals in his life. What a way to score a fifth goal! Did you think it was a, a magnificent goal? Or did you think just a little bit of luck? No, I thought it was a magnificent goal. It was almost Ramsey-esque in the way he came late into the box and just kind of followed play in and, and poached it, man. And it was a great side foot. I don't I don't think it was nearly as lucky as me. people make it out to be. I think it was very intentional, the way he side footed that into the box. because I don't remember that. it. I just remember a yeah. bit of a scramble. Yeah, it was a bit sloppy, but it was well worked. So, yeah. Josh Page says that he has taken the same shirt Saka had on his debut, 87. Mm. That's nice. Uh, Rudy says we're going to Wembley. Well, I'm not. Uh, Formerly knows, uh, could AMN have a Wenger, a Wenger school of illness? He, he, he could do. Oh, oh no, yeah. Sunderland came down here, didn't they? You didn't have to go up to Sunderland. That's a Wenger style illness. Uh, yes. Uh, Phil was put, Patino was born in 2003. That makes me feel ancient. Bloody hell. That was the beginning of the Invincible season-ish, depending mm. if he was born before May. August. I know what I'm talking about. It's October. Um, so it's middle of that, middle of the season. Oh, so it certainly was. It's what, what month, what day in October was it? I don't I, mean day I week, can't, number. I can't put you that far. I there don't know. you go, showing off, spitting out facts. And when it comes down to the crunch, don't talk to me about the crunch. Um, right. What other notes have I, I haven't really made any other notes. David, with the, um, everybody going, uh, Balogun must play. Were you surprised to see Balogun put out on the left wing when that's when Eddie has been coming on for Arsenal in the first team, well, the Premier League team? That's where Eddie's been going. Are you surprised that Balogun wasn't played up front a bit? Yeah, um, it was a bit odd, but you could tell he was trying to force kind of getting Balogun on the pitch. Um, but you could also tell that it was not really a position that he's comfortable with because he didn't do a whole lot. I mean, he looked good. You saw moments of brilliance, but not maybe not brilliance, but you saw those moments that of, you know, that great player that's inside him. And I don't know. It was, it seemed kind of odd to me that, but you know, he had gave him minutes, got him on the pitch. And I guess that's what matters. Um, so I don't know. I've just had one of my little elves run off and find out he was born on the 17th of October, seven days after mine. Did you know that Josh? It was the 17th. Uh, 
I did it after I googled it and may have been the elf. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Right, Josh, any other points we should talk about? Uh, people, if you've got any questions, put them in the chat box and uh, start them with a Q, and I will star them and save them for the end of the show. Josh, any other things that you'd like to raise about the game? Uh, yeah, I'd say it was interesting to see Balogun on the receiving end of something that I would say, we've already mentioned his name already, um, about Wenger. He seems to have got a bit of Wenger in terms of you know playing a young kid out on the wing, giving him minutes there rather than playing him centrally. Because you could see against Brentford that playing centrally, he had too much to think about. And even on the wing, it did give him you know fewer options, allowed him to understand the game a bit more, uh, get up to speed with it. And certainly, again, cements everybody's thoughts. I think that he needs a loan, um, you know, continue playing at that kind of level or higher uh, because I think he's outgrown the under-23s, but he's not going to get the opportunities at Arsenal this season, certainly, to be playing against the level of opposition he needs to be regularly to make that step up. Good. There's a... Something that was said at the end of the game, which made me smile, and I've looked it up, and I don't understand it. There was this big black bloke came on for Sunderland, and the commentator said his name is Benjamin Mbanga Kim Picola Picoa, and he's born in Sweden. He is of Congolese descent. Signed for Sunderland in 2016. He played for Sweden under 21. When he came on, they said it's the Loch Ness Drogba. Now. <laughs> Uh, he hasn't ever played in Scotland. That's the greatest nickname ever. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's a fantastic nickname. So and I'm looking at his Wikipedia and it doesn't say anything about the Loch Ness Drogba. And I thought, well, maybe I've got the wrong player. And then I had to look and see who else come on. And, and there was the last one come on in the 78th minute. So it's, hold on, the other bloke was called Ross Stewart, who's Scottish. Right, let's move on. <laughs> the bloke who came off was Scottish. That makes more sense. <laughs> That's the Loch Ness. Oh, why Drogba? Drogba's African. That's, uh, if anybody I knows Josh, if, if, if I were you, Danny, I would have moved on after you found out that the striker you were actually thinking about was Scottish. And, Still doesn't make uh, sense why I called him Drogba. There. Unless he's <laughs> yeah. good of his elbows and has one good season for Chelsea. <laughs> yes, so um, there you go. Phil says it sounds random. And Michael says, the fuck. It was on the beat. <laughs> it was on Sky Sports commentary. I'm going to go and dig into this and find out why. He's called the Loch Ness Drogba. If he's Scottish, Loch Ness makes sense, but the drop of it doesn't, especially as he didn't score. Uh, yes, right. Um, David, any other points you want to mention before we uh, move on to questions? The only other note that I have that I didn't talk about is... Oh, uh, you've got notes. Oh, yeah, I took notes. I came prepared. We've used my <laughs> shitty notes for the entire bloody show. Oh, Misspelled, no too. idea what's going on. You had handwritten... Knowing you've been the craftsman that you are, you've carved them all into wood, haven't you? I have, yes. Uh, no, the only other note that I have is Bailey Wright as a twat. Um, and then after that, I have so is Doyle. Because Bailey Wright was the one that was kicking everybody all up and down the pitch. And is almost put Martinelli in the hospital. I don't know what nationality did, did is. Did you do dog, drug he's work? A twat. He will now be in known <laughs> as Wright. You say his name's Wright. I think he's, uh, yeah, he's Australian. Typical Oz. Okay, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Um, right, let's um, go to questions, Josh. I've started them. Do you want to ask them? I certainly can ask them. Um, I'm going to ask you the first question, Danny, from Liam Greyhurst. Uh, with Inketia looking likely to leave the club, do you try and cash in on him in January or do you keep him in the squad when a COVID outbreak could deplete us and lose him for free in the summer? I think when he was going to go to Crystal Palace before they bought um, <clears throat> Edouard from from Celtic, it was thir- was it thirty million they were looking at him for? That's how much they pay for. Maybe Edouard was about eighteen million, wasn't he? So you got to look six months on his contract. He's not really going to be worth much. But then you got the other thing, like you say, that with a COVID ins outbreak, we, we could be short of a striker. But also after games like this and his his run of nine goals in nine in the League Cup, there might be teams down the bottom of the Premier League who may not play the same type of football that Arsenal do. That could look at him and go, "We need a goal poacher," much like a, a Timu Puki. I think that's how you say his name. If he's watching, I'm sorry about that. The uh, the bloke at Norwich, a similar thing to him. Just need someone who's going to bang in goals. We've seen it all through Premier League history. Players like John Hartson went to West Ham and, and saved them from relegation. 
plenty of players have gone places in the January transfer window have been goal poachers, not great players, and just got them the odd goal because they, they play direct football, desperate football at times. So <clears throat> I, if I was playing championship manager, Josh, I'd sell him in January because at least then you're going to get money for him and we have got other players that can come through and play. Okay. Uh, I'd probably keep him and try oh, and get compensation for him. Yeah, we can get compensation can get, for him. I'm afraid. That, usually that's maybe half a million or something. Uh, I think Liverpool have been trying something like eight million they've been getting payouts of. So I think a established player, top goal scorer for England on the 23s, I think we can get a bit more than that out of something if he goes elsewhere. Um, David, uh, from Joshua Page, what are the... Position priorities in the next transfer window. Striker. I don't want to say holding midfield, but that kind of deeper yeah. midfield position. Probably be our. If it, if I was buying players, but striker would be my first priority. We need somebody who can score goals and hold up the yeah. ball. Yeah, I completely agree on that one. Uh, I will answer Matt Roberts' question of why did he put Jacker on? I think purely because we were getting completely overrun in that midfield at the time. And we needed somebody to come in. You could see the control that we brought into the game as soon as Xhaka came on, much to probably everybody's uh, hatred. Uh, but I think if uh, Sambi was available, I think he would have more, more likely to have played alongside Elneny um, rather than kind of force everybody into strange positions. Um, Danny, question for you. Would you give Lacazette a new contract? Yes, I would. Only 30 years old, 30 and a half. We've seen since the since Obama Young has gone how much Lacazette has led on and off the pitch, um, getting involved, helping players, the younger players, because him and Xhaka now are the old men of the team, and he's still dropping back, still running around. And that thing, one of the reasons why people wanted to get rid of him, because he couldn't play 90 minutes. He has played, I think, uh, a 90, a 90, and an 83 and uh, that uh, just proves that he can still do it. And he's he's just an inspirational leader and gives it the entire time. Um, yeah, plus he's a good-looking bloke with a great beard. Just looking, I've just done a Google, Josh, for the Loch Ness Drog Bar. The first thing is someone complaining about him calling it, and then uh, someone says, uh, yeah, I thought that, until you realise it was a Scotsman that come on. So the Scotsman is actually the Loch Ness Drog Bar. I'm not okay. the only one who thought it. All right. Makes sense. Uh, I know. And if that if that tweet came from at Highbury Inn, um, we know that uh, <laughs> I found a, you're I found a bit in the Northern Echo, Josh. Ross, oh, yeah. Ross Stewart discusses his Loch Ness Drogba nickname. <gasps> Not going to go over it, but I found the All answer. Right. Okay, excellent. I'm glad everybody will now be able to sleep well tonight, knowing that it is Ross Stewart who is going to share the link Drogba. with people so you can all go and read it. Wait till after we finish the show because I can't see all the viewers plummeting straight after and there's only one person to hear uh, David's answer to this next question which is from Phil Macker and it is, will we play our first team in the semi? I think mostly. We'll probably see one or two fringe players or youngsters but yeah, I think I think it's starting to get serious. Honestly, the, the FA Cup I would like to win. Mm. Um, I've, I've, it's the one trophy we haven't won while well, I've actually been able to watch Arsenal play so yeah I think it would be yeah. nice yeah excellent um, I'm going to go for a actually I'll do Ravinder's question last we'll do a Ray Anderson's one that is snuck in underneath the ropes that Danny's popped in the box uh, you know if you click I... on it it brings it up as well yeah I know but All I was right. like I just want to read it uh, and <laughs> my internet's been choppy as fuck. Um, so it was, uh, who do you think will leave first, Cedric or Chambers? I think Chambers. I think he's got Newcastle written all over him. He's been fitted up for a black and white striped suit at the moment, and Cedric covers too many positions, and uh, Cedric is one of the old hashtag Arteta's men, and Chambers isn't. Mm. Chambers is too good not to be playing, and Newcastle can't defend to save their lives. So it's going to be the triple whammy, Chambers... Pepe, Aubameyang, all off to Newcastle for 175 million quid. <laughs> ah, amazing. I'd, I'd probably say I think Chambers should stay. Um, I think, as, as I said earlier in the show, he is, in my mind, the natural backup for 
Tomiyasu, unless, of course, we don't go and do a similar thing that we did with Nuno, but for the other side, where we find better, younger backup for a um, for, you know, our star fullback. Uh, and then the final question is from Ravinda, and I'm going to run through you know, this is my organization, the teams that are uh, in in the offing for the next round. So tomorrow, Brentford play Chelsea, uh, Liverpool play Leicester City, and Spurs play West Ham. So who would you like in the next round? It is a double header as well. It's a two-legged semi. Uh, David, I'll ask you first. Spurs, so we can curb stop them. Nice. Danny? Who do you want next? Um, well, we don't know who's uh, who's going to get through, so it's going to be one of any six teams, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm asking you to speculate. Who do you want? Um, Not who are we going to get. I don't want you to get your uh, your little orb out. I don't want to lose in the final, so I say let's play uh, Liverpool in the semi-final. <laughs> okay. So I don't want to get to a final and lose. I'm not having any of that. We've lost 26 consecutive League Cup finals or some ridiculous number. <laughs> Who do you want, Josh? Um, I really don't mind, to be honest. Why ask the question then? Well, Ravinda asked. It's not Did me he? that asked the question. Who'd, yeah. Who does Ravinda want? You better have I a bloody know. answer or there's going to be trouble. Ravinda? Oh, he wants West Ham. See? Oh, okay. Instantly. West Ham. West Ham. Asked and answered. Can't ask for much more than that, can you? Top work. Um, but Danny, back to you to close the show. Yes. Um, it's, uh, I'm now obsessed by the... The, the article says he, he acknowledges that's his nickname, but they didn't say why. I want to know why. He did score four goals in his first five games. That's all I've read. Um, did he uh, bully Senderos in any of those games? I don't know. He's, he's not even big. I don't think he was big, was he? Or was he I, that lanky bloke who... Who got hurt and was like, oh, they all laid down and got hurt. Anyway, it's done now. No one cares. I'm going no. to shut up about it. Only 20 I care, Danny. Oh, thank you, David. That's very kind. I think we're all done here now. That's all the questions are done. We've talked about all the goals. We've had a bit of a chit-chat. The pirate is in the top right-hand corner in his wave. You watch this. This will freak people out when I do this. Oh, <laughs> it's your doppelganger. <laughs> Who's that good-looking guy up in the top corner? Uh, yeah, we're gonna put Carl there. Oh uh, yeah, cool. Carl is is he's better now. You'll all be glad to hear. He's over the COVIDings. Um, right, yeah, that's it. Uh, David, is, is there any of your friends and family watching? If there's not, pretend there is. Anyone watching that you want to say hello to your boys or anything? No, they don't care what I do. They're my children. I'm just their like dorky football? dad. So no, 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 no. They don't like any sports at all. So. Yeah, I play guitar though, so that makes me happy. <laughs> you're building a guitar from scratch, aren't you? If people, uh, uh, no, I'm not going to tell them your Instagram because it's top secret. Okay, uh, how's the, you can. Oh, you tell them your Instagram. I don't know what it is, but yeah. <laughs> you don't know what your Instagram is. Oh, isn't that bloody awful. I post Lucky like once a month, man. Same with Luckily I follow you on there. Way. Um, yes, yeah, so um, how's the guitar going? Because I think there might be people here that might be impressed with the fact that you're building your own guitar from from planks of wood i've kind of set it aside i've been making uh christmas gifts i've been making cutting words for christmas so that's what i've been doing the past month or so and are the people grateful for all the hard sweat and tears you put into this work nah they're gonna put them in a cupboard and never look at them again but that's okay it's the thought that counts right well Possibly. Right. I found your uh, I found your thing. There you go, people. This is a I mean if you're interested in someone building his own guitar, that's Mr. Waffle's Instagram. And uh follow it. Josh, have you been building anything with your fair hands or is manual labor below you? <laughs> uh, do you pay a boy to do it <laughs> yeah it's a little bit below people for that. Um yeah, unless it's unless it's code, then yeah, I'm not doing it. Did you, you um, learn to code, did you? Excellent. I do know how to code. Um, yeah. Have you done uh, any coding for ABW in the five years you've been here? No, because nobody's asked. No. But then I've also not offered the information. That's that's the smartness. Um, no, so you've got to remember no, coding. You're done fucked exactly. up now. <laughs> well, it's fine. Danny will ask me and I'll go, sure, and then just never get around to it. Tell me you've done it. I wouldn't know if you have or not. Yeah, I've yeah, exactly. coded the whole website. It's new. 
Oh, I've redone it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah, just whatever. It's fine. No. Um, I thought at some point we might just continue our uh, thank you paradox that we started on Twitter earlier. Oh. No, thank you. No, no, no. Thank you, Danny. No, thank David. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, David. No, no. Thank you. Thank you, David. Uh, thank you. <laughs> All right, that's one way to make everybody bugger off. Right, um, we're going to end this with a little hashtag there from formerly Noza. Carpenter out. Wonderful way to end the show. David, you have been magnificent. Thank you, sir. Sorry. Yes. Uh, you're a Josh, beautiful, you beautiful been, man. You have been, uh, you've been mm, fair to middling a push. No, no, thank you. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> and people, if you are new... Give it a thumbs up. If you didn't like it, go to the Gooners pod, give that a thumbs down, or, or go and find the Football Hipsters. I think they did a show about five years ago. Maybe part-timer. Um, maybe, apparently, the people on YouTube go, maybe consider subscribing. Consider. Just subscribe, you shits. Subscribe now, or we're not doing any more shows. Or we'll put Josh in a hole, and you'll never see him again. Uh, Don't put me back in that hole again. No, you deserve to be there. You know, I'm only a couple of miles from that. I'm probably about a mile from that old uh, dungeon that I used to live in. Are you? Yeah. Because uh, when Josh started on this, people, he was in a room with no windows and one door, with a little hatch in it that some strange man would come around every 12 hours and feed him gruel. He says he wasn't in prison. I think he might have been a captive. They might be doing a film over him, and they're going to get Bruce Willis to play you. That would be interesting. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm just working on my hairline to make sure he can take the role. Or Hermione Granger will play you. We're not sure who it is yet. It's going to be one of those two. Right, we're uh, we're waffling on with Mr. Waffles. So thank you very much, everybody. You're down like. 56 people. Oh, yeah, do a like. Oh, don't. Really makes no fucking difference. No one it just like button's gone now. Just fucking hit it. Hit it. Yes, it does. Right, we will be back um, on tomorrow. Oh, God, another fucking podcast. It's, it's going to be me, and it's going to be Sophie Nicolau, and it's going to be... Um, Harry from the Chronicles of Aguna. I knew he was meant to say Harry's surname then, but I don't know how to say it. And uh, well, we say it's going to be James, but oh, James won't. It's going to be good. It's going to be good, isn't it? And the Definitely. final one, he's been in the ABW WhatsApp group for two years, not made a single fucking appearance. It's only the Jockmeister, Dan Betts, the writer of books, the one of the originators of Goonasphere. They're going to have two. Two-fifths of the Goonosphere people. We asked David, but David couldn't make it. So uh, this is up for doing one. Hold on. It's the Loch Ness Drogba, I think, is what he calls him. What? Say that again? He's, that's the Loch Ness Drogba. It's Dan Betts. It's certainly, well, a bit too small. Um, Cash, Richard says, would you rather build, rather the semi be one or two legs? That's a, that's a good question. We'll end it on this. David, one or two legs? Three legs. Three legs. Excellent. There's been a few. There was. Yep. 1987, three legs. We beat Spurs at the lane. Ian Allenson. I didn't give him much. Josh, one, two, or three legs. Um, well, if we get Liverpool, it might only be one leg. <laughs> it might be over after one. one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it might well be. So there you go, people. No real answer. You've wasted your time, Rich. Richard will be back with us in the new year because he's uh, he's an old, fat old man and he broke his hand. He's been told by the missus he's not playing anymore. And... Uh, and that's it so we're going to go now we've been waffling on too long thank you very much and we will see you tomorrow at 7 o'clock not 7.30 because Sophie's got a podcast to do at 7.30 so we'll see you then goodbye and up your bum as soon as I scored that goal I was fucking livid splendid business get down dog